Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. This is an update to a story I did earlier today, but by the time you see the video, it'll be tomorrow or yesterday. Take your pick. I didn't have time to change my shirt, and I'll tell you about that in just a second. But several people pointed out to me that Toyota has reversed its position with respect to a story I did uh, 10 o'clock in the morning on August 4th. And so my story was entitled, Was Warranty Denied Because of Social Media Post? And uh, the headline from thedrive.com, Toyota Caves will rebuild 2022 GR86 engine after warranty denied for drifting photo. And that's the photo we're talking about from social media. Toyota changed course after a social media firestorm. See, social media giveth and it taketh away. Take your pick. So there's a social media firestorm decrying the owner's denied warranty claim. Peter Holdereth wrote the story. It took a social media outcry, but Toyota changed its mind. Back in July, the unmodified engine in Mr. Alvarado's 2022 Toyota GR86 seized after a sweeping left-hand turn at an autocross event. Meanwhile, a little bit later, his warranty claim was denied by the Toyota dealership he took it to for repairs. The dealership service manager said the car was abused and, in support of that, presented pictures of it taken at performance driving events. Now, Alvarado denies it was taken beyond reasonable limits and pleaded to Toyota on multiple levels he was left out to dry. Toyota has now changed their mind. And in my original video, I said we do not know what efforts he took to try to argue with them over the warranty denial. The stories I saw all said specifically he spoke to a person at the dealership and he spoke to someone who was a technician of some sort who represented the factory. And I had said that at the very least, you should always go one level above that because I've been dealing with car companies my entire career, and talking 31 years there. And so apparently he did do that. So I apologize if anybody thinks that I was disparaging his efforts there. I was simply going off the story I had in front of me. So I often will ask questions and just say, well, if I you know, was involved in this, here's what I'd be looking at. According to Mr. Alvarado, his warranty claim now will be approved after speaking with the automaker's executive office. This is an engine in a GR86. It'll be rebuilt and Toyota will pay for it. Now, Alvarado is feeling relief. Based on his conversation with a Toyota rep, he expects to be able to use the vehicle at future autocross and track day events without putting his warranty in jeopardy. In addition to that, Alvarado told the writer here, he believes that based on the attention, it would be fairly natural to think that some changes to the warranty process might occur in the near future, especially in regards to cars within the GR brand. It's hard to say. I mentioned before, I had a client who got a claim denied on a warranty because he had a sticker for a track in the window of his car, but it was simply a sticker advertising the track that he raised his other car at. So, you know, we litigated. We've reached out to Toyota, and that, of course, is the drive.com. In an attempt to clarify if any changes to the performance-focused vehicle's warranties are changing, we haven't yet heard back. As mentioned in our previous post, Toyota handles its performance car warranties abroad differently. The warranty on the GR Yaris sold overseas, for instance, explicitly notes that damage caused by defects at an autocross or track day event will be covered. But Toyota in North America does not offer the same thing. In terms of the alleged issues related to 
RTV, which is the gasket material used on the FA24 engine in the GR86, entering the vehicle's lubrication system, Alvarado was told that the sealant in his engine will be applied precisely to spec this time. Now, the drive asked Toyota if they would issue a service bulletin to its dealers about excessive RTV and whether checking the engine's lubrication system for the material would void an owner's warranty, but have not heard back. Uh, Alvarado's vehicle won't be back together for a few weeks while his car is taken to another dealership for parts and service. He said he's pleased that Toyota honored the warranty and that he won't be punished for using his car as it's marketed. He still worries about other enthusiasts, though. He was asked, what does this mean for other owners? In response, he was told by a rep it was being looked at on a fairly high level. So Alvarado said it uh, was fairly apparent. Marketing and the intent of the vehicle seemed to be in conflict with the actual warranty stipulations. All Alvarado said was that he hopes is that it's all figured out by the time the uh, GR Corolla arrives, as are likely a slew of other enthusiasts. If Toyota sells a sports car customers are uncomfortable with taking to a track day, they might just look elsewhere for a new weekend toy. So this is an interesting dilemma because even with this resolution, there was still some hassle here. So going back to the original story, the man has the car. It has an engine failure. He believes the engine failure is due to a defect in how it was assembled. And he presents it to them and says, guys, it's a warranty repair, fix it. And that they came back and said, well, we've got photos of you drifting the car and that, eh, we think that's abuse, we're going to deny the claim. He then took the car to another dealer and paid them to install a used engine into his car. But the engine, of course, was a used engine that ran, right? So at that moment in time, if that was done, his car has an engine in it. It's just not the original engine. Now, it says here they're going to rebuild the engine that blew up. So... Does that mean they're going to rebuild that engine and then swap it into his car again? Meaning that his car will have gone through two engine swaps in a fairly short period of time. Now, don't get me wrong. This is all stuff that can be done. It's just unfortunate that that happens because the more you do this kind of stuff, the wackier it gets with respect to what can go wrong with the various transactions. So um, I'm wondering, and again, I don't have the answers to these questions. <laughs> With my luck, they'll do an update tomorrow and, and update this. But from the story I read, we were led to believe that the engine had been replaced with the one that he paid a little less money for. If that's the case, who pays for that engine now? Because the warranty paying to rebuild the engine, does it also pay for the replacement engine he put in? Or did they stop the transaction in time so that he didn't have to do that? I don't know. Because... Some people could argue and say, well, they've agreed to fix the engine now. What else got him, you know, what else do you want him to do? And some people would say, well, gee, he's out the cost of that second engine because he paid for that. Uh, then again, of course, he might be able to, when they pull it out to put the new engine in, that is the rebuilt original engine, maybe that can be sold and money recouped. I don't know. These are questions we don't know the answers to. But in the grand scheme of things, this is a win. It is a win. So I've mentioned before that there are a lot of vehicles out there that are advertised as trackable, off-roadable, uh, rallyable, <laughs> driftable, <laughs> unsinkable, whatever, whatever they are. And you've got to pay very close attention to the fact that 
the advertising, as he points out, can often be at odds with how the warranties are handled. And the warranties are handled by the service department. And uh, all the other stuff about the vehicle's PR is coming basically from advertising and public relations. And occasionally big corporations have departments that don't understand that they're all on the same team. And so uh, some of the stories I've heard are just crazy, crazy. But the other real concept here you want to look into is you might want to watch what you post on social media if it might look out of context really bad. And by that, I mean, I like to tell people, and this is, um, I think it's going to be a variation, not something I tell people. I tell people, I say, look, if you're going to write a letter to a business, a CEO, a president, whatever, of of a company, and you're going to complain about something, I always say that write what you want to write, but before you hit send, stop and imagine that this is exhibit A in court and it's being read by the other side's lawyer to a jury. Now, read it with that in mind and how does it read? And a lot of people go, oh, oh, in that case, I remove a couple of these modifiers, change this adjective to that, remove a few swear words, dial it down a little bit. But you understand, you got to look at it and go, oh, okay, different context, right? Right? So, if you're going to post photographs on social media, understand that Facebook is not just available to your friends, unless, of course, you've got all the settings set just right. But there's a very, very good chance the photographs you take and post someplace might show up someplace else. And as the attorney in this conversation, I'm going to tell you, imagine that the photograph or the clip that you're posting is being shown to a jury as Exhibit A. Now, how does it look? And I'm going to dig around and see if I can find it. But I went to Woodward Dream Cruise a couple years ago and sat near the corner of the intersection where they're doing burnouts. And uh, one guy did a burnout where he was smoking the tires to where there was smoke coming out of all kinds of different places on his car. Not just the wheel wells. Now, the smoke was all coming off the tires, smoking on the pavement. And then the smoke building up in the wheel wells and working its way out through like the door jams and so on. But it's one of those things that, yeah, that was really, really cool. And I was the side of the road, woo, egging the guy on like everybody else was. And uh, guess what? When he goes into the dealership and complains about something, if, if somebody came up and said, oh, ain't this you smoking your tires? Ain't this you? And again, he didn't post that on social media. I did. And the odds of that being connected are pretty slim. But I've seen people post photographs and clips of themselves doing crazy stuff. And I look at it and go, boy, (laughs) I hope they don't have to litigate that because that's going to come back to haunt somebody if they do. So there you go. But the good news is that Toyota came around. And quite frankly, if you look at this as a strictly cost-benefit analysis, the amount of attention that Toyota got for their GR86 uh, they got tons of free publicity. Look, I'm doing two videos and 24 hours on them. So they, they spun it around. It's a positive now. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm thinking that it'll probably wind up being a good thing for them, especially if they say, hey, look, we've discovered that there is this issue with this stuff getting in the oil. We're going to take care of that also. So we're glad this got brought to our attention. So they can spin it. You know, that'll look good for them. So just so you know, 
The last time I did an update and I didn't change my shirt and I mentioned it at the front end of the video, some guy actually said, who cares about your shirt? Get to the topic. I don't care about your shirt. Apparently, some people get really offended when I mention my shirts. So you wonder why I'm wearing this t-shirt right now? To piss that one guy off. <laughs> I hope he's watching. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. The wages of sin are death, but by the time taxes are taken out, it's just sort of a tired feeling.